Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. Uh, today, I have with me Dan Janelle, who is the head book coach at Write Your Book in a Flash. His website is writeyourbookinaflash.com. Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I just we were chatting a little bit offline already, and it turns out we have a mutual friend, uh, Tom Antion. So shout out to you, Tom, <laughs> over here in Virginia. Um, and so that was kind of fun to just be like, oh, how do you know him? <laughs> Um, but, uh, Dan, let's go ahead and talk about, uh, what you do. So you are a head book coach at write your book in a flash, uh, for people that are hearing that for the first time, first of all, when I think about writing a book, I'm under the impression that it's supposed to take forever. It's supposed to take years. So you're, you're telling people that you could write your book in a flash. Tell us about that. Exactly. You know, I, I've interviewed people on my podcast who say they took 12 years to write their first book and three months to write their second book. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it is a head game where you say, I'm not worthy. I'm, well, you are worthy. Your stories are different. You, what, yeah. you, you bring so much to the table, but people underestimate their own value. So mm -hmm. I help them as a coach realize that their value, their stories, their insights really are important and can help other people make the world a better place and grow their businesses. Mm -hmm. So that's always a lot of fun. But in terms of writing a book in a flash. Here's the deal. Books aren't the same thing today that they were 20 years ago or even 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, people would read a 300-page book. They won't do that today. Now right. they'll read maybe a, a, a book that's maybe 100, 120 pages. That's about 20,000 words. So right. let's do the math. If you write 1,000 words a day, you'll have a book done in 20 days. If you do 500 words a day, it'll be 40 days. And mm -hmm. if you were really to take your time, you could do it in three months. Mm. Now, a thousand words, that's almost as long as a blog post. So that puts it in perspective. So I think if you follow that simple math, you'll be able to break down uh, all the elements and say, you know, it's really not that difficult. Mm -hmm. And then if you use another framework and say, a book has 10 chapters, and the only reason why people read a book is to solve their problems. Well, think about the eight problems that people have. That's mm -hmm. the middle of your book. Your first chapter introduces you so they get to know, like, and trust you. They get to see themselves in the book so you point out their problems. And you have an outline of the book so they know the roadmap that you're going to take them on. So mm -hmm. they see you as the trusted leader who can take them from mess to success. The last chapter, well, that's your call to action because mm. it's one thing to read about how to solve problems. It's another thing about how to actually solve the problems and work with a coach or consultant or a business like yours so they can actually put that plan into place. So that's where you close them. So if you think about that, 10 chapters, 20,000 words, 2,000 words per chapter. Now it becomes easy when you do that kind of math. So yeah, you can write your book in a flash. Dan, you make it sound so easy. I love it. I feel like you just revealed the entire formula <laughs> you know, to make this possible. However, I do know that, um, you know, you do need some help doing that. And, and one of the questions I want to ask you is even though we are revealing the formula, um, should you write, should you do it by yourself? Should you write this book by yourself? A lot of people try to write it by themselves because we're all entrepreneurs. We all think we can do everything, you know, from mm -hmm. licking the stamps on envelopes and uh, uh, answering uh, very mundane questions. But the point is, we shouldn't. We know we can. 
but we shouldn't. And every athlete has a coach. And, you know, there's something to be said for that because you can't see when your arm is out of alignment when you're uh, when you're hitting a golf ball or shooting a basketball or hitting a baseball or or anything or even running. Um, there's certain ways to run more efficiently, but you don't know it because you can't see it. I mean, mm-hmm. when I do yoga and I see myself in a mirror and I say, oh, my gosh, my <laughs> or the yoga teacher says, you know, your arm is a little bit off balance there. Try doing this. And suddenly it's a whole different thing. So yeah. a coach can really point out what you can't see. And as Willie Jolly says, if you're in the picture, you can't see the frame, which is another way of saying if you, you can't see the forest for the trees. Mm. So a, a good book coach or a good developmental editor can help you see what you don't see and correct the mistakes that you're making that would embarrass you, that would take away from your credibility mm. because you thought you knew it all and you actually uh, missed some key points. I've helped a lot of my clients doing just that. Yeah. Uh, Dan, I know that uh, in a way you practice what you preach because you have written over a dozen books. Uh, how, how long did it take for you to, uh, maybe on average, to get those dozen books finished? Oh, wow. Great question. Every book was a little bit different, but mm-hmm. I wrote my first book. You know, here's an interesting story. Uh, you know, I was a PR guy in high tech. I'd introduced mm-hmm. a lot of uh, key technologies that we take for granted today. Mm-hmm. You know, I was pretty famous in my day, but so were a lot of other people. And we'd all go to the same conferences and we'd all try to get the same clients. You know, we'd speak on panels. We'd uh, we'd teach sessions at conferences. And every six months, I'd go to the Software Publishers Association conference and I'd do my thing. And people would come up to me and they'd say, oh, that was really great. We want you to do our PR. And I said, great. When do we start? And they said, oh, uh, we'd like to see a proposal first. I said, okay. So I go back and I spend like 10, 15, 20 hours writing a proposal, sending it in, and then hearing nothing. And that's what they did to all of my competitors as well. Because mm. they, didn't, they didn't treat us with respect. You know, even though we went to good schools, even though we had great testimonials, even though we had done wonderful things in the industry, they really did treat us, you know, like a piece of meat. And I'm wondering, mm. for everyone listening to the call, you may be tops in your field, but in your industry, do you still find that other people are you know, comparing you to your competitors and not being able to right. see the differentiation. It happens right. to all of us. So I was wondering, what can I do to stand out? So I decided I'll write a book and see what happens because mm-hmm. books, authorities write books. Books give you a level of credibility that you don't have otherwise. Right. And it would make me stand out. So I went to the Software Publishers Association with my new book, How to Publicize High-Tech Products and Services, which I probably wrote in a week because I knew everything in my head. So it was just a brain dump. It was easy nice. to do. Nice. And, and I do my seminar and people would come up to me afterwards. They say, we want you to do our publicity. I said, oh, do you want me to write a proposal? And they said, <laughs> no, you wrote the book. We want to work with you. And suddenly... I was a field of one. So that's why my book made me stand out. And that led to a speaking career that literally took me from Beijing to Budapest, all across Canada, the United States, Mexico, and even Rio de Janeiro. So Mm. the book can really open lots of doors for you. Yeah, that's fantastic. That reminds me. Uh, so my husband and I are in financial services. And as you know, there's a lot of financial advisors out there, uh, but we have a, a niche. We focus specifically on the military community. And so his book, uh, Veteranal Secrets, um, has really been that differentiator amongst um, other people. And we find that people come to us because of those of those philosophies from that book. But you're right. I feel like I can uh, kind of share as a testimonial the power of having a book um, that helps differentiate you from your competitors. 
Great. And you just pointed out a very good teaching point for everyone who's listening. And mm-hmm. that is that there are a lot of financial planners out there. There are a lot of sales books out there. There are a lot of leadership right. books out there. There's a lot of books on everything out there. And you might be saying, does the world really need one more book on my topic? Well, there's a difference because mm. planning for the financial planning for the military is going to be a lot different than different than financial planning for dentists or lawyers right. <laughs> or chiropractors. You know, there's just different things going on. Right. And anyone in the military is going to look at all these books in Barnes and Noble and say, financial planning for seniors, financial planning for salespeople. You see, financial planning for veterans, that's me. Right. <laughs> They're going to hire your husband and they're going to be financially secure for the rest of their lives because you gave your contribution to the world. You made yourself stand apart when you had stories and examples uh, in there that veterans could relate to. So they bonded with you. And that's how everyone who's listening to this podcast can bond with their audience and their tribe as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for affirming that <laughs> we do what we're doing is good. <laughs> Uh, well, so Dan, obviously at this point, I think we've convinced our listeners that getting a book done it should be uh, necessary, especially if you are a business owner. Um, so when they work with you at Write Your Book in a Flash, um, let us know, what does that look like? Like who uh, who do these clients or who do these uh, you know business owners that want to write a book, who do they work with when they work with you? Generally, they work with me. You know, I'm proud to say that I'm a one-man company. I do refer work out. So for the production, so if you need someone to do proofreading, copying, layout, editing, whatever, I don't do that. I send that out to people that I trust so you get a book done. I help people with the thought process of writing a book. So mm-hmm. let's say you've written a first draft. I'll go through your first draft and review it and tell you what works, what doesn't work, and most importantly, how to fix it. Mm-hmm. But I also work with people at the very beginning stages because a lot of people come to me and they say, I have so many ideas. I could write five books and three screenplays and my life should be a made for TV movie. We mm-hmm. say, OK, let's take one thing at a time. What do we focus on? And they say, I don't know. And I have a process that helps them get through that that stage. You know, a lot of people have never heard the term developmental editor. So let me explain what it is and just very, very briefly. Imagine you're in the green room at a television station. You know, you're about to go on television. You know, you may not have been on television, but everyone has sort of has seen movies yeah. where someone's in the green room. And you know, you're sitting in the chair and someone's doing your hair and someone's doing your makeup. Those are those are the copy editors. You know, they're making you look good. Mm-hmm. And then it's like two minutes before you're going on and a little bit of sweat beads and whatever. And a, and the uh, another person comes over and they wipe it off, you know, the makeup person. And that's really the proofreader. You know, she's looking for all the commas and the periods mm-hmm. and the quotes quotation marks and making sure they all look good. And then you're about to go into the studio and you see the cameras and the bright lights and you say, oh my gosh, what am I going to (laughs) say? That's where I come in. (laughs) I help you figure out what you're going to say, what your audience wants to hear and how they want to hear it. So Mm -hmm. I make sure that you have the right stories, that your stories prove the right points, that if you have graphs and charts, that they're easily understood, that there's a certain flow to the book. So people want to read it and that the call to action and the marketing of the book are embedded throughout the book. So people know that you do what you do because people think, oh, she wrote a book. She just is a book writer. She probably sits in an ivory tower all day long and writes books and that's it. They don't know that you actually work on financial plans and help people unless you tell them. And there are very subtle ways to do that without making it look salesy. And that's part of the secret sauce that I bring to my clients. I love it. I even like that phrase or the the term developmental editor. It also my it also makes me think of like, oh, you're the teleprompter, you know, like you're providing the script for them to read. I'm not calling you like an inanimate object, but that's sort of what comes to mind. You say, okay, this is what you need to say. This is how you need to say it. Um, so that's what I think about if we continue to play that <laughs> green room analogy. 
<laughs> I love it. I'm going to use that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> awesome, Dan. Uh, is there anything else that you want people to know about, about your business? Write, write your book in a flash. Well, it's really important that uh, you work with a team uh, mm-hmm. because it'll get done faster. And, you know, some people say, well, I can't write a book because I don't know grammar. Well, that's what a proofreader is for. Mm-hmm. Some people say, well, I really don't know how to write very well, but I can speak great. I'm wonderful on the stage. And mm-hmm. I say, that's perfect because you can dictate your book. One of the women I interviewed on my podcast actually told me that she dictated her book while she was stuck in traffic on the New Jersey Turnpike. So so you can use any modality that you have to write your book. The other key thing is that you might be saying, oh, my gosh, writing a book seems like a big thing. Even 20, even 200, even, you know, Dan's formula of uh, 20,000 words seems a lot. But think about it. Look at your website. Have you done podcasts? You can turn those into transcripts. Have you done speeches? Do you have blog posts? Have you tweeted? You might be able to turn all of that content into a book and maybe the basis for the book, or you may even have more than enough content for the book. And that's when you work with an editor like me to figure out what works, what doesn't work, what has to be rewritten. And you might be 90% there already. I like that because I think very often when people think about a book, they think that it's this kind of standalone project that they have to invest all their time and energy into. But, you know, having talked to someone like you, it's like, Hey, like, you've already done podcasting, you already have blogs, you've, you've been featured in certain articles, you can, you can take all that and use that content for your book. And I think, um, I think having someone like you, Dan, just really gives people peace of mind, like, yeah, I can get a book done. Exactly. Some people need the accountability as well. I have clients who we meet on, say, uh, Monday afternoon, and they'll be up half the night on Sunday finishing their, their what they promised to deliver for me, writing another chapter or revising a chapter because it gets done. You know, coaches yeah. provide that kind of accountability and coaches provide tools and training and frankly, mental and moral support for when you get a little bit uh, down in the dumps, which happens to anyone on any project. You need Absolutely. someone to like pick you right up. That's what a coach does. So I'm kind of unique in the world in that I combine my book coaching and developmental editing as one service. So you really get the best of both worlds instead of having to deal with two people or try to find two people who can help you. Uh, plus, as I said before, I can refer people out to the proofreading, copying, and all that sort of stuff to make to turn the manuscript into a book. Plus, I also have people who can help with marketing of the book. Here's a marketing tip if we have one idea. You can hope that people buy your book uh, or... You can send the book to your target audience, you know, people Mm. who you hope will hire you, send the book directly to them. Don't hope that they happen to see a review of your book or hope that they see uh, your book in Barnes and Noble. Send it to them, you know, say, hey, I read in in the newspaper that you're having problems with employee engagement. Chapter five in my book talks about how to have a more engaged workplace so people are happier and your customers are happy and you make more money. Do you Mm -hmm. think we should set up a time to talk? And you'd be surprised how many times that simple act will get you a $5,000 speech or a $50,000 consulting engagement. And frankly, that's where the money is in the book. It's not selling one book here and one book there and trying to hope to sell 10,000 copies over the course of your lifetime. It's really about getting the book into the hands of the right people who can, who can sign the checks to put you on stages for thousands of dollars or get you into the boardroom to consult with them for tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm. Well, there you have it. Write your book in a flash with Dan Janelle. Uh, Dan, that was great. Uh, I feel like I learned so much um, and I feel reassured that um, I can write a book quickly. It, I haven't written a book yet, but I feel very inspired to now. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. And again, joining us on the Thoughtful Entrepreneur. 
Thank you very much. And people can find more information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. And there's free information for downloads and stuff. And you might want to set up an appointment with me as well. I'm happy to talk to anyone for 15 minutes and see what we have in common and if we can help each other. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for doing my job right there, Dan. I appreciate you. (laughs) All right, listeners, tune in next time. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.